like I'm on the Heisman watch That's gotta be what would describe, symbolize I've got Skill, four times the talent around me Desmond Howard playing for Howard Just tell me how can I be stopped This Allen Ivy at an Ivy college They can't check me, I don't practice my class too hard Nigga, me, my swag is grown Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 34 of Electrified I'm your host, Eric Lyons and what a weekend it has been, ladies and gentlemen. I didn't speak with you all on Friday. Did not speak with you all on Friday. I'm sorry for that. I know I was supposed to drop on Friday or Saturday. One of those days. But I'm back now. Here for episode 34. Uh, we got a lot to talk about today. Uh, you know, we're down to four teams now. We got the Raptors, the the Bucks, the the Blazers, and the Warriors are left. In the NBA, four teams, two finals, the Western Conference and Eastern Conference finals start this week. Um, you know, it, we're here. We're here. We're getting down to it. You know, it's, it's winding down. But I think this round was this was a great round. You know, we, we saw our first game seven uh, buzzer beater, second one to take all buzzer beater. Kawhi did that in Toronto. We, we saw Dame and CJ McCollum finally reach. The Western Conference Finals. Um, but, you know, before we get into that, I want to start off. Uh, before we get into our winners this week, and I want to talk about our losers. That's where we're going to start. We're going to start with the uh, the Rockets and the Celtics. But uh, what else we have to talk about, though? We got uh, the Lakers coaching fiasco and the Herd, and the Herd versus Williams fight. want to get into that as well. So uh, let's start off with the Rockets and the Celtics. And let's try to figure out what happened and what went wrong with them. <clears throat> first, first, let's let's start off with the Celtics. Because I've seen Kyrie Irving taking a lot of grief. All right. He did not shoot well, score well, uh, this series. But I I don't want, you know, the narrative that, you know, it was all on Kyrie is crazy. Because the Celtics as a unit didn't play well. After game one, after game one, I I don't know what happened. I really don't like. I mean, we've seen what happened. You know, we, we saw they lost four straight, and but internally, like what what goes wrong after a good solid defensive game one? You know, you hold the honest, you you contain him as much as you can, you double team him, and you you know you contain that fire. Then after that, after game one. It's a lot of Giannis and Kyrie one on ones. No way, in, no way should Kyrie be uh, in the paint that deep in the paint one on one against the Greek freak. Giannis Antetokounmpo and Kyrie one on one is ridiculous. You know what I mean? I just think that 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 played a part in. It. And then let's first of all let's just look at game game five. Okay, final score is one sixteen to ninety one. Okay, Kyrie had fifteen. One assist. Isn't there another multi-million, multi-millionaire on that team? And then by the name of Gordon Hayward, did they pay a lot of money for him to do work? Could have swore they, they paid, you know, Gordon Hayward a hefty amount of money. I don't think they paid Gordon Hayward to have seven points in 22 minutes. I don't think that's what they paid him for. That... That's not what they paid him for. Then you got guys like Terry Rozier telling us how much he put left out on the court. 
He has seven points. That's that's all you have for us? Seven points in an elimination game? Okay, pal. All right. But that entire, like, you know what I mean? That entire, just this, Mark is smart, four points. Mark is more, like only uh three players, four players were in double digits. Jalen Brown, Kyrie, Tatum, uh, Marcus Morris. And that's it. Four four players in double digits. And y'all talking about Kyrie and, and and Kyrie's uh issues on and off the court. Let me tell you something. It, I, Kyrie got that option. Y'all know he got that option. You know he 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 played a couple years without LeBron. He saw what it's about. I don't think he's. I don't think he's uh, staying in Boston. No way. That 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 team is done. That team is done, and they're not. They're not going to go any further. I feel like their ceiling was last year when they pushed LeBron to seven games. That was their ceiling, and that was it. That was their moment without their stars. Without their stars, I don't see them going any further than that. This this team went from having IT, you know, almost get them there. Then last year with this, and and now this team here just got demolished by the Bucks after a, a, a very tone setting, promising game one. Y'all guy, y'all man's Paul Pierce. The truth told another lie. <laughs> you know, he he said it was over. He said the series is over. I think I probably thought it was because I wanted the Celtics to go. But no. Mm-mm. Wrong. Now, as far as Kyrie leaving, the destination I've been hearing a lot of is New York. I don't understand that. First of all, in order for the New York thing to work, they have, what did they have, two max slots? So they would have to get another superstar, Kyrie, and then, you know, the slight, the, the, the chance of them getting more than likely Zion's going to New York. That's, you know, that's the word, but that's that's not promise. That's not a lock. But is Kyrie Irving going to roll the dice on a rookie, you know, and maybe another superstar going to uh, New York? Or is he going to take his talents out West, go back with LeBron? The only other teammate he's had, the the only two guys that have taken down this Warriors team since sixteen in the playoff series, and in a, in a, a seven game series, you know, like L A L A right now, you got the new coaching staff, you got Frank Vogel, you got Jason Kidd, okay, questionable hire to an extent, but it, it is what it is. So you get this. Oh, hold on, hold on. No, no, I'm gonna I'm save that. I'm gonna save that. I'm gonna get back to that after after this. I'm gonna talk about the Lakers fans. But let's say Kyrie goes to LA, then you you probably can get AD to LA. You get AD to LA. Next summer you might get Clay to LA. This summer you could still get Kawhi, Jimmy Butler. Listen, there's some things that can happen in LA. All right, there's there's still some things that can happen in LA, but if K if if uh, LeBron gets Kyrie and a, a little little more help, because at this point it's not about so much LeBron getting help; 
It's about the Lakers being in the best position to take down the Warriors. You know, that's that's the goal. Ultimately, that is the goal. Take down the Warriors. You take down the Warriors, you're going to the finals and you're winning. You're not going to lose to any team out of the East if you take down the Warriors. So this team has to equip themselves to be the very best and to be able to compete in May for the chance to compete in June. You know what I mean? So to get LeBron, a Kyrie, AD, and whoever else, that will help a lot. Um, I think that Kyrie's, I think the most realistic destination for him is LA. I think he wants to go back with LeBron. I know they've talked, you know, the, the murmurs are that he's talked, has talked to people about going to LA, and I wouldn't be surprised by that. Not at all. I would not be surprised by that, and I would be very, very happy to see that. Uh, you know, it gives LeBron a chance to, you know, go get a couple more rings, and then that's about it for LeBron. So hopefully Kyrie goes to L.A. I think that's where it go, but I, I don't see him staying in Boston. I don't think he's happy there anymore, and I don't think the fans – I think the fans are a bit restless. Uh, so we'll definitely see how that goes. But, yeah, man, Kyrie's got that option this summer, so we'll see. We'll definitely see. Now let's talk about the uh, the Houston the Houston Rockets. This team said they wanted the Rockets. I mean, excuse me, wanted the Warriors. They they you know, Chris Paul resigns and this past summer it's, it's it's unfinished business. This team has been wanting this series and they get it and they fumble the bag. Fumble the bag. So game five. They're in it. Katie gets hurt. First of all, I do not like seeing players get hurt, especially great players like KD. That made me upset, and I thought it was worse than what it was. I'm glad it was just a calf strain because we all assumed the road, assumed the worst. And listening to Reggie Miller, you would have probably thought KD was about to die. But it wasn't an Achilles. It did look that way, but I was glad to see that it was just a, a calf strain. So hopefully, you know, KD can come back. Uh, but that game right there, for them to not be able to close that game and win it, I thought that was it right there. If they if they would have won that game, I said, okay, they're going to go and close it out for game six. But then for them to lose that game, mm, that wasn't good. That wasn't good. So you lose game five. So you lose game five after KD goes down. Now you got game six. Now you would think the, the, uh, the Rockets would go out like Charles Barkley and predicted. Was it Charles Barkley? Maybe. Or was it Paul Pitt? Somebody said it. That I think generally, you know, we all thought that the Rockets would come out and smoke the Warriors. I think that was the general, you know, I think that was the general thing. Like we all, you know, the general expectation that the Warriors would come out without KD and, you know, wouldn't hit and the Rockets would be at home, wouldn't lose at the crib, force game seven for this pat for yesterday. We had three game sevens. Mm-mm. No, when I was at work on Friday, was that Friday or Thursday? Not sure. I've been getting my days mixed up. Thursday, I think. I think I was at work on Thursday. A couple guys came in, was talking about the game, and they asked me about uh, the Warriors. I said, man, I said, they, I, I think it's going to be even worse for the Rockets without KD. Because, the, you know, KD scoring, like I, I've said this before, KD's 45 doesn't hurt as much as a 35-point night from Clay and a 30-point night from Steph. 
because those points are coming from behind the three-point line. Those points are draining. Like, it just feels like we can't stop them. They're just going to keep piling on. And once they go up by 10, it's a wrap. That's how that's how that happens. But with KD, let's say KD misses a couple shots, but KD's not, you know, KD's probably the only one hot. Clay and Steph aren't rolling like that. So they're missing, you, you know, the windows are there. But the Rockets, that's that wasn't the case in the first half. Steph was off. Clay was on. The game was tied at halftime. That was a problem right there. For the game to be tied at halftime, for Steph have zero points, and y'all not even up. No. So then that happens. And then they let Steph Curry drop 33 on them in the second half. Most of that coming in the uh, fourth quarter. He got hot. They kept getting beat off the glass offensively. Couldn't get the rebounds. They just didn't play with any urgency. It didn't look like it was an elimination game. That looked like a regular season game from the Rockets. They just looked out of it. Hard missing free throws. Just living down by the three. Shumper just living it. Why is Shumper taking so many shots? Oh, God. Harden passing up wide open shots. Like, there was a lot going on Like that the, that the box score won't tell you. The box score don't, doesn't tell you about this. Um, You know, these, these, these Rockets, they just looked like they were ready to go home. They looked defeated. And I don't understand. They looked defeated. So you lose, you lose the series with no, no KD on the court. Speaking of courts, uh, the, the, the word was that Steph wanted to get some shots up for about uh before the game so that they, they booked they were gonna book it for seven to eight and CP3 got one of it and I guess he shut it down. So after the game Steph was like kick me off the court now boy. Tough. That's sick. Sick way to go out. Uh but you know these these Rockets team this is it for them I believe. They got eliminated what's this the fourth out of the past six years by the uh the Warriors? I think so. So where do you go from here, Houston? Where do you go from here? Nobody's going to take CP3's contract, especially his age. I don't know. I don't know what Houston does next. Last year, they couldn't close it. This year, they couldn't do it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I don't think it's the I don't think it's the Rockets. I don't know what the Rockets do from here, man. I have no clue. No clue. But um yeah, very disappointed in the Rockets. I think we all thought that the Houston Rockets would be the team to do it, but we were all wrong. The Warriors prevail, and they move on to the Western Conference Finals. And that sets us up for Seth versus Steph and Dame and CJ McCollum versus the Golden State Warriors reaching their first Western Conference Finals. We got a showdown in the Bay, man. It is going to be a good one. I'm excited for it. You know, I'm... it might as well go ahead and let's go. Yeah, you know what? Let's talk about the uh the finals, the not the finals, but the Western Conference and the uh Eastern Conference finals. Let's get to that. Okay, so this uh first of all, thank you to the Blazers and the Nuggets for probably the best series in this uh in the playoffs so far. Uh, you know, seven games for the four overtime game. I think this was the most slept on series, and then and then it ended up being, if not the best, one of the best. Very excited about this. Uh, you know, watching this game seven, I was uh happy to see that the Blazers came out of it because I like the Blazers. I, I've been riding with the Blazers this uh this year as far as you know the playoffs go, and uh, I'm just happy to see them, man. 
do what they had to do. Now, let's talk about C.J. McCollum. C.J. McCollum dropped 37 points. You know, a lot of people were talking, uh, you know, saying that he saved Dame. I don't think that's the case. I just think that these two guys, the way they play, Dame wasn't on. Dame knew he wasn't on. But just because Dame wasn't scoring didn't mean Dame couldn't facilitate. You know, Dame was setting everybody else up for shots. You know, he took it back. He didn't have to keep shooting. But when he did, you know, towards the end of the game, he made some big shots, made big three. That's why I respect this game. You know, we don't need a game game winner or a Dame 40 piece every night in order for the Blazers to be successful. CJ McCollum could take over just as well. And that's exactly what he did. CJ was hooping, man. Then he had his own uh, chase down block. And, uh, hey, wh- wh- what can you say? What can you say? What else can you say? These guys hooped yesterday. Hooped in game seven. On the road. On the road, man. On the road. I, um, I'm just, you know, I'm happy for them reaching the Western Conference Finals for the first time. Getting this far in the playoffs together for the first time. I think for the Blazers, that first time in the Western Conference Finals since 2000. I wasn't even two yet. I was double turn two that summer. That's crazy. Absolutely insane. Um, now, this team, this team has size. That's what I say. I, I think this team has size. And I think that that's their, their uh, advantage for this uh, Western Conference Finals. I think if they use like Ennis Cancer and um, Hart was, I think, you know, I think these guys can give the Warriors a run. You know, Seth Carey and his brother, you know, that's going to be crazy. Uh, now, you know, I, I don't know what Rodney Hood's status is, but I think Rodney Hood, Zach Collins could be the X factor. But I think the player that, you know, we should all keep our eyes on, I think Seth Curry can make a difference in this series. But, of course, you know, Dame and CJ are going to do their thing. But I think, you know, Ennis Cantor could give the Warriors some trouble. I think if he plays excellent, all we need out of Ennis, Ennis Cantor is four good games. Just four. If he can give the, the Blazers four solid games, I think they're going to be fine. I think that Ennis Cantor can, if he stays out of foul trouble, I think he could be frustrating for Draymond and Iggy. So we'll see. But I don't know. Dame, Dame, I think, you know, Curry has trouble guarding guys like this. And I think that Dame is going to give Curry a lot of problems. I think Curry is going to, I think, I think it's going to be a lot of problems, man. A lot of problems. But the matchup I'm excited to see is probably CJ and, and Clay. If they, if that, if we get that a couple of times, if, if they put him on him, because Clay's defense is going to play, have to come up big in this series. But, uh, whew, I'm excited for it. I think I think we're, this is the, I think this is the Western Conference Finals that I wanted. This is the one that we, you know, this is this is the, the matchup that, you know, this team, is gritty. You know what I mean. This team is the the ballers. I think that this is the closest we can get to, like that Clippers energy. Without you know, I think this is this is the the Blazers are what the Clippers want to be. You know, they got the stars, and but they but they got but the 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 Blazers have that fight. Like the Blazers are going to be 
they're going to be right there. They're not going to go away easy. I don't think everybody should be writing the Blazers off in a four or five. I don't. I think the Blazers could push the Warriors to their limits. And, you know, just because they're not. Listen, that's the seeding don't mean nothing to me. Clearly. What you do in the regular season don't mean nothing to me. This Blazers team got OKC out of there in five. And they pushed the, what was it, the best best team this year, record-wise, uh, in the West. Pushed them to seven games and one. I think this this uh, Blazers team is for real. I knew that after the uh, the OKC series. I think this team is for real. I don't think anything is lucky about what they're doing. I don't think that this is, you know, uh, a case of they're not supposed to be here because I think they're exactly where they're supposed to be. The Portland Trailblazers are a solid basketball team. They have a solid bench, and they have their two-star guards. I don't see why everybody's writing them off. Nobody's even giving them a chance. Like, there are people who are really not giving them a chance, and I don't like that. And that's why I'm rooting for them. Yes, I hate Golden State. I don't like anything about Golden State. I don't. That's that's clear. I hate Golden State. I don't care. I don't like that team. Don't like the fans. Yeah, I don't. I don't. And anybody supporting the Warriors outside of Oakland, you're weird, and you're you're just weird. That's how I feel about it. That and that nothing can change my mind about that. I just think you're weird. As simple as that. So I would like to see a good series. I don't want to see a sweep or a gentleman sweep. I want to see the Blazers fight and take the and take the Warriors to their limits. Hopefully we can get a war. Uh, you know, hopefully the Blazers can take them down. Man, I would be so happy to for that to happen. So I'm picking the Blazers. I got the Blazers. Blazers in six. Blazers in six. I said it. Portland Trail Blazers will beat the Golden State Warriors in six games. I said it. The Blazers take one of these on the road. First two. Yes, sir. Blazers in six. We'll see. We'll definitely see. Now, the Eastern Conference Finals came to fruition yesterday after Kawhi Leonard decided that it was time for him to send the uh, Philadelphia 76ers home with the game winner. Buzzer beater. Woo! That was crazy. That was crazy, man. Absolutely insane. Now, I was downstairs watching Game of Thrones. My mom was upstairs. My grandma. But they went upstairs. And everybody was upstairs. Mom's, uh, they had it in her room. But I was trying to stop streaming the game on my uh, phone while I was watching Game of Thrones. Uh, and then I heard them going crazy because my stream was way behind. But I, then I, I saw it on my phone with Kawhi the buzzer beater. Man. Whew. That boy Kawhi, man. That's a bad man. The claw. You hear me? The claw. Uh, the Raptors came out of that series. Seven games. Gets the Sixers. Once again, another team that. People slept on the sixes. I mean, the Blaze, the Raptors, man. I don't understand, man. Kawhi, why, why, why everybody sleep on Kawhi? Okay, now we saw Prime play off Lowry with ten points. Like, look, like, look at this, man. Look, look at this, look at this. Gasol seven points. Danny Green two points. Van Fleet four points. Ibaka had a good game, but it, it's Kawhi. I don't see him staying here. I don't, unless, you know, something drastic happens, but 41 from Kawhi. Now, there's a lot. First of all, it's the first time. Uh, was this the first one? I think the last time 
the Sixers. I'm just gonna say, take it back to the the Vince versus AI uh, game seven in uh, Toronto. What? No, 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 no. That wasn't in Toronto. I don't think. I think that was in Philly. Yeah, that was in Philly when uh, uh, Vince Carter missed a wide open three pointer because he wanted to go to his graduation that day. But that's another story. They do they have no? Nah, they need a thirty for thirty on that. For real, for real. But that was I think that was the last time that was these two were in it. Oh, together. I'm not sure. But Philly and uh Toronto, great series. Uh Drake <laughs> Drake had on the 76ers shorts for the Drake curse. And man, that's nuts. But uh, like I said, I thought this I thought that the Raptors would make a good series against the Bucks, but I don't know. Who comes out of this series? So I'm going to play it safe. I'm going to say Bucks. Bucks come out of this series, maybe in six. Bucks in six, possibly. I think that you know this Bucks team is really good. I think that they have enough, you know, defensively, and I think their bench is stronger than the Rock. Then, excuse me, than the Raptors. And I think once again, it's just going to it's going to be up to Kyle Lowry on his part. Can he hold up his end of the bargain? You know, because Kawhi can't do it all. Even though he can, it's just like, come on, it's a seven-game series. You got to do something eventually, man. Come on. Come on. But I'm very, 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 very excited for the uh, finals, the, uh, the last two, you know, last two series before the finals, man. So let's get ready for them, man. Let's get ready. You know, let's enjoy the last bit of basketball that we have. And then, I, whoa, this is about to be the last round we get uh, TNT. Oh, God. Oh, boy. That just made me sad. <sighs> um, Let's see. What else we got to talk about? Let's stay, let's stay on the, uh, the basketball side of things. Uh, I want to talk. No, I, I just want to talk to the Lakers fans for a couple of minutes. That's all I want to do. I want to talk about. I want to talk to the Lakers fans for just a couple of minutes. Yeah. Okay. So a couple of. Uh, you know, some of the Lakers fans had a little protest this past, uh, what was that, Friday? They had a little protest outside the Staples Center. First of all, Lakers fans, you're all babies. You're all dweebs and unappreciative. You guys talking about the past. Lakers fans live in the past. They live in the past. Half of you guys weren't even alive to see Magic. Half of, And the other half of you grew up watching Kobe, like me. But to be whining about LeBron blaming him for this past season is crazy. First of all, look at your organization. Magic stepped down. You guys barely got a new head coach. Don't know who's really running the show there. And your main focus is LeBron. Lakers fans don't deserve LeBron. I'm very upset that LeBron went to that wretched organization. Uh, this is an organization that has been in a rebuilding stage for the past five damn years. And, you know, they get the king and they act like that the rest of the team still is trash. Uh, I don't appreciate it. LeBron doesn't deserve that. They don't deserve him. Uh, I was very, it's just, it's just crazy talking about trading LeBron. Okay, well, if you trade LeBron, what are you going to get for him? Who's really going to be willing to sell their soul for LeBron? If you do, you're not going to the finals. What are we, mediocre? Seven seed at best? Oh, God. I just don't get it. I don't get it. These, these, these guys, you know. These these Lakers fans are just embarrassing, man. LeBron, uh, you shouldn't have went there. I'm sorry, you shouldn't have went there. I don't get it. I don't understand what they want LeBron to do. What what more can he do? His team was in fourth place before he got hurt. 
you know, he gets hurt, misses 17 games, and in, in those 17 games, Luke Walton uh, didn't know what to do. Lonzo was hurt as well. Lonzo, no Lonzo, no LeBron. I don't see Lonzo catching all this flat. I don't see y'all talking about trade Lonzo, but y'all want to trade LeBron. I don't get it. Lakers fans are so disrespectful, man. So disrespectful. But that boy be back in October. Be back in October. That's all I got. That's all I got. I was going to spend a little more time on this, but that's all I got. Because I want to I want to uh, get to the fight, and then I want to talk about a little more boxing, and then I'll wrap it up from here. But, uh, yeah, man. Lakers fans are dweebs, losers, just overall weirdos. Simple as that. Okay, Saturday night, uh, Julian Williams and Jared Hurd faced off. Uh, squared off for the three of the big four super welterweight uh, championships at 154. And uh, Julian Williams had a great showing and he beat, he dropped Hurd in, what was it, first or the second round in the early rounds and then just beat him up from there. Hurd, uh, Hurd, this is the thing though. Hurd fights like that a lot. That's that's his style. He takes a lot of, a lot of punches. And then, you know, in the later rounds, he just happens to catch his opponent, same, you know, Trout Larva, same thing happened there, but it wasn't this way with uh, Williams. Williams is a better fighter on Saturday night, and and for her to be so tall and so big, he does not use that. That was frustrating me, man. He was on the ropes, tried to fight inside, kept getting popped in the inside. Like why, why not fight outside? Use your jab. He did not get behind his jab. Get behind the jab, son. Get behind the jab. So, you know, but let me tell you, man, boxing is a cold sport. You go in the ring alone. You wake up, champion of the world. You go to sleep with nothing. Uh, Julian Williams beat him. Great fight from him. Great showing from him. And, uh, of course, there's a rematch clause. So we'll probably see this fight again, but then you got Tony Harrison and Charlo two coming up, and that's just room for one more belt. But I'm sure that he'll give Williams, I mean, give her a fight probably in uh, November. Probably uh, go back to Philly for that. But overall, it was a solid fight. I just thought that her, you know, he just how oh, he's just too big to fight like that, and it's, uh, he doesn't need to move up. He doesn't need to move up, especially the way he fights. He'll get killed at 160 fight like that. Murdered at 160. So, but, you know, for a guy like this, I think he just got comfortable with all the titles. He got comfortable. He lost his hunger. And he lost his will to get better. But I think this loss will humble him. But I will say that it is time for a new team because his corner just looked clueless for 12 rounds. And I just think it's time for him to, you know, shake things up, come back bigger, better, stronger. But I don't think this is it for her. I think, you know, like uh, Williams was saying, you know, one loss, you know, the boxing world got to stop getting hung up. And that's, like I said, uh, that's the Floyd effect, you know. Losing doesn't define you. It, you know, in some cases, it can make you better, you know. You come back from that. You know, Julian Williams lost. He's a champion now. So, yeah, it's that simple. Uh, what else? Who else? Uh, but, so that was a good fight. Uh, this week, this weekend, we got... Wilder Brazil, so we'll be talking about that on Friday. I'll have that, you know, preview. Uh, it was official. Thurman and uh, Pacquiao will be fighting on Fox pay per view July twentieth. Um, it was uh, it was reported that we will probably get 
Spent some Porter August 3rd, and your boy will be turning 21 on August 2nd, so I'll be making my business to be in Brooklyn at the Barclays Center for that fight. Yes, indeed. But, like I said, man, it, it, the PBC, it's just easier for those fights to get made. I said that the unification fight would get made. That would be the first one, Spencer Porter. And then I think that the winner of Spencer Porter should fight. Okay, this is what I think. I think Keith, the winner of Pacquiao, I think Danny Garcia, I think Danny should get the win out of Thurman and Pacquiao. Boom. And then we can unify with the winner of Spence and Porter. Boom. We can do that first half of 2020. Why not? Because that Crawford thing is not happening for a long time. And it's sad, but it's true. So, yeah, that's that's how I think that should go. Uh, it's, it's easier said than done, but I think it can get done because so we're all they're all on PBC, so it'll be on Fox or Showtime more than likely. It'll be Fox. It seems like Fox is just the new wave right now. I think Fox is getting all the good fights in for the free. So, um, I'm excited about that. Um, I think that's it. So, yeah, man, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Okay. Uh, yes, that's all I have for you guys today. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for bearing with me, man. Continue to follow the uh, Twitter page at Electrified Pod and uh, the Instagram page at Electrified Pod. I'm going to try to be a little more active on there on those pages as well. But you guys know I, I, I primarily use them for the drops. But I'm definitely going to try to do some new things. I'm going to try to, uh, you know, just try to keep getting better week in, week out, man. Keep listening, man. Please keep supporting the boy. I, I do this for you guys. I do not do this for my health. Uh, keep getting the numbers up. Uh, bear with me, man, because this summer, you know, this summer I'm going to keep it audio, but I'll probably, I'll, I'm going to make it my business to get back to YouTube by the fall. So by September, I should be back on uh, on the tube, man, for sure. Uh, but, you know, big things coming up. Um, I'll be back Friday for episode 35, and we'll definitely be talking uh, NBA, you know, I mean, excuse me, we're talking about uh, Wilder in Brazil. We'll get, I'll get you guys ready for that fight this weekend. And I, oh, I work Saturday, but I get off at nine, so I'll be off just in time for that fight. Yes, indeed. So uh, enjoy your week, man. We got it. This is a new week. It's Monday. Enjoy your week, man. Have a blessed week. Stay positive. Enjoy the work week. Uh, students, enjoy. You know, get ready for finals. Uh, Doctor finals out if you are, if you haven't already. And shout out to all the graduates as well. Uh, just thank you guys for tuning in, man. Just continue to do that for your boy. I'll be back on on Friday uh, for sure for episode thirty five. So with that being said. I'm Eric Lyons, and you have just been electrified.